Chapter 8 Elohim remembered Noah, all the animals and all the livestock that were with him in the ship, and Elohim made a wind to pass over the earth. The waters subsided. The deep's fountains and the sky's windows were also stopped, and the rain from the sky was restrained. The waters continually receded from the earth. After the end of 150 days, the waters receded. The ship rested in the seventh month on the seventeenth day of the month on Ararat's mountains. The waters receded continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were visible. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ship which he had made, and he sent out a raven. It went back and forth until the waters were dried up from the earth. He himself sent out a dove to see if the waters were abated from the surface of the ground. But the dove found no place to rest her foot, and she returned into the ship to him, for the waters were on the surface of the whole earth. He put out his hand and took her, and brought her to him into the ship. He waited yet another seven days, and again he sent the dove out of the ship. The dove came back to him at evening, and behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from the earth. He waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, and she didn't return to him anymore. In the six hundred first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from the earth. Noah removed the covering of the ship and looked. He saw that the surface of the ground was dry. In the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth was dry. Elohim spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ship, you, your wife, your sons, and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, including birds, livestock, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. Noah went out with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives with him, every animal, every creeping thing, and every bird, whatever moves on the earth after their families went out of the ship. Noah built an altar to Yahweh and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Yahweh smelled the pleasant aroma Yahweh said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for human sake, because the imagination of human hearts is evil from their youth. I will never again strike every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night will not cease. Chapter 9 Elohim blessed Noah and his offspring, and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you will be on every animal of the earth and on every bird of the sky. Everything that moves along the ground and all the fish of the sea are delivered into your hand. Every moving thing that lives will be food for you. As I gave you the green herb, I have given everything to you. But flesh with its life, that is, its blood, you shall not eat. 
I will surely require accounting for your life's blood. At the hand of every animal, I will require it. At the hand of every human, even at the hand of every human sibling, I will require the life of that person. Whoever sheds human blood, their blood will be shed by other humans. For Elohim made humans in Elohim's own image. Be fruitful and multiply. Increase abundantly in the earth and multiply in it. Elohim spoke to Noah and to Noah's offspring with him, saying, As for me, behold, I will establish my covenant with you and with your offspring after you and with every living thing that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every animal of the earth with you, of all that go out of the ship, even every animal of the earth. I will establish my covenant with you. All flesh will not be cut off any more by the waters of the flood. There will never again be a flood to destroy the earth. Elohim said, This is the token of the covenant, which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it will be a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. When I bring a cloud over the earth, that the rainbow will be seen in the cloud, I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters will no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow will be in the cloud. I will look at it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between Elohim and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. Elohim said to Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The sons of Noah who went out from the ship were Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. Noah began to be a farmer and planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine and got drunk. He was uncovered within his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. Sham and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, went in backwards, and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were backwards, and they didn't see their father's nakedness. Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done to him. He said, Canaan is cursed. He will be a servant of servants to his brothers. He said, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Sham. Let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth. Let him dwell in the tents of Sham. Let Canaan be his servant. Noah lived 350 years after the flood. All the days of Noah were 950 years, and then he died. Chapter 10 Now this is the history of the generations of the sons of Noah and of Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Mediah, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Tiras. The sons of Gomar were Ashkenaz, Riphtha, and Togarmah. The sons of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dondanum. 
Of these were the islands of the nations divided into their lands, everyone after their language, after their families and their nations. The sons of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Ramah, and Sabtika. The sons of Ramah were Sheba and Dedan. Cush became the father of Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before Yahweh. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before Yahweh. The beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kalna in the land of Shinar. Out of that land he went into Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Ur, Kala, and Rezin between Nineveh and the great city Kala. Mizraim became the father of Ludum, Anamim, Lehamim, Neftuhim, Pathrusam, Kalsuham, which the Philistines descended from, and Kathtoram. Canaan became the father of Sidon, his firstborn, Heth, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Arvadites, the Zimmerites, and the Hamathites. Afterward, the families of the Canaanites were spread abroad. The border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, as you go towards Gerar, to Gaza, as you go towards Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zeboam, and Lashah. These are the sons of Ham, after their families, according to their languages, in their lands, in their nations. Children were also born to Sham, the elder brother of Japheth, the father of all the children of Eber. The sons of Sham were Elam, Asher, Arpachshad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arpachshad became the father of Shelah. Shelah became the father of Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan became the father of Almadad, Shelpha, Hazermapheth, Jera, Hadaram, Uzel, Dikla, Obel, Abimiel, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. Their dwelling extended from Mesha as you go towards Safar, the mountain of the east. These are the sons of Sham by their families according to their languages, lands, and nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah by their generations according to their nations. The nations divided from these in the earth after the flood. Chapter 11 The whole earth was of one language and of one speech. As they traveled east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they lived there. They said to one another, Come, let's make bricks and burn them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they used tar for mortar. They said, Come, let's build ourselves a city and a tower whose top reaches to the sky, and let's make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad on the surface of the whole earth. Yahweh came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. Yahweh said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing will be withheld from them, which they intend to do. Come, let's go down, and there confuse their language. 
that they may not understand one another's speech. So Yahweh scattered them abroad from there on the surface of all the earth. They stopped building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there Yahweh confused the language of all the earth. From there Yahweh scattered them abroad on the surface of all the earth. This is the history of the generations of Sham. Sham was 100 years old when he became the father of Arparchishad two years after the flood. Sham lived 500 years after he became the father of Arparchishad and became the father of more sons and daughters. Arparchishad lived 35 years and became the father of Shelah. Arparchishad lived 403 years after he became the father of Shelah and became the father of more sons and daughters. Shelah lived 30 years and became the father of Eber. Shelah lived 403 years after he became the father of Eber and became the father of more sons and daughters. Eber lived 34 years and became the father of Peleg. Eber lived 430 years after he became the father of Peleg and became the father of more sons and daughters. Peleg lived 30 years and became the father of Reu. Peleg lived 209 years after he became the father of Reu and became the father of more sons and daughters. Reu lived 32 years and became the father of Sarag. Reu lived 207 years after he became the father of Sarag and became the father of more sons and daughters. Sarag lived 30 years and became the father of Nahor. Sarag lived 200 years after he became the father of Nahor and became the father of more sons and daughters. Nahor lived 29 years and became the father of Tira. Nahor lived 119 years after he became the father of Tira and became the father of more sons and daughters. Tira lived 70 years and became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now, this is the history of the generations of Tira. Tira became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran became the father of Lot. Haran died in the land of his birth in Ur of the Chaldees while his father Tira was still alive. Abram and Nahor married wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, who was also the father of Iscah. Sarai was barren, she had no children. Terah took Abram his son, Lot the son of Haran, and his son's son, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife. They went from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan. They came to Haran and lived there. The days of Terah were 205 years. Terah died in Haran.